Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. Keep it tuned. Sports Gov Vince Wright coming to you in a couple moments. Sports done right from the Governor's Mansion coming up next.
get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Oh, boy, we are back. Another Tuesday night edition from the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. Had a little football game here, it looks like, on Sunday. Miraculous, miraculous victory. Oh, man. What can, look, what else can we say? We've uh, had a couple days to kind of dissect it, let it soak in. We'll talk a little bit about the Vikings Saints game, obviously, as the Vikings um, come up with a miracle. And we'll talk about the miracle. We'll talk about all aspects of it. But we also, here on Sports Done Right, and again, another Tuesday night edition with Vince Reicher. Hostess, hostess, yikes. I was thinking as I was looking at my wife there come by, walk by the window. Um, the host with the most, Vince Reicher, sports governor of Minnesota here from the governor's mansion in a very, very cold and chilly Minnesota. I want to say what up to the early risers in our Spreaker.com chat room. We'll go ladies first. The very lovely Shelly B joining us. I want to say what up to Shelly. Shelly, where are you from, by the way? And, of course, also in our chat room here as well, we got the one and only Big L X-Squad affiliate himself. What up, Big L? And it looks like we have someone new in our chat room here as we're getting started here. Linda has joined us with the purple and gold hearts, gold to you, Linda. Thank you for giving Sports Done Right a shot tonight. Thank you for joining us. All right, folks. How it works here. First off, Spreaker.com. You can also find the show XSquadAffiliates.com as well. They're kind of my podcast family, my podcast posse. Anyway, uh, what we like to do here, if you this is your first time to Spreaker, make sure you sign up for an account. It literally takes a couple seconds. Follow Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, me, the sports governor. Make sure you do that. And then you can come in here, check us out, get into the chat room. By the way, the number to call the show, and we'll get that in the chat room, 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. And, uh, yeah, come on through, man. Love to have you. All right, with that being said, I'll give you some quick updates here. Uh, We will be talking a little hoops action as well. Timberwolves, our beloved Timberwolves, who, by the way, all of a sudden now uh, cannot seem to lose a game. Uh, They are up in the third quarter, about 40 seconds left, uh, 72-70 on the Orlando Magic. They're playing down in Orlando tonight. Want to welcome JY3, (laughs) JY3. Uh, joining us here in the Spreaker.com chat room. I love the nicknames we all come up with here in the chat room. Now, JY3 is a Saints fan, so uh, this may be something he may not be able to tolerate, but you're going to be all right, man. You're going to be all right. JY3, thanks for joining us. Big said in the house as well. What up? 
All right, and also hit me on the Twitter sphere, Mike out in Eden Prairie. We got Joni up in, where is Joni? Where was that? Chisago City. Nice. Hope I'm pronouncing Daria from Thief River Falls from Wisconsin. Oh, Western Wisconsin coming in. <laughs> Got to give props. A lot of Wisconsin people listening to the sports governor of Minnesota all of a sudden. I'm really, really digging that, people. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, also, NBA action tonight. Dallas, a little later, a little later ugh, taking on the Denver Nuggets and the New Orleans Pelicans. They are leading the Boston Celtics right now at halftime by 10, 58 to 48 there as well. So, yeah, JY, thank you for coming coming to grips with everything and, and joining us here at Sports Done Right. Uh, we're going to speak a little bit on some Big Ten basketball. We have really kind of been not treading a whole lot into this Big Ten basketball season, obviously with the playoffs going on. The Vikings on the verge of getting back home to play the Super Bowl of all damn things. So we're going to spend a little bit of time here, probably towards the beginning of the show, just to touch on a couple things that I want to, you know, I got some notes on with the big 10, uh, some, some different teams coming back, Ohio state, Jersey Vern, who will probably be in here in a little later on his squad. All they had to do was get rid of Thad Mata. And now Ohio state on the verge of some big things. So we'll talk about the big 10 power rankings from big 10.com. Uh, well, we'll get into that. Miss Girly Girl joining us here as well. Now, her show, Tasty Tuesday, Tuesday Talk. It's one of them adult shows, her and her main man, Man De Leon. Uh, a lot of great music, that cuddling music, that baby-making music, as we used to call it back in the day. They'll be on right behind us. So make sure you're checking out Tasty Tuesdays on Spreaker.com and follow Girly Girl X Squad Affiliate as well. Slug O the Hammer from Atlanta, GA. He is a Georgia State alum, the legal representation of our fair X Squad. I want to say what up to you and thank you for joining us, sir. Uh, appreciate you coming through and uh, for Shelly B., Obviously, I will say that word quite a lot knowing that. <laughs> All right, let me check the Twitter sphere here before we get going. We're going to play the 10 Sack Commandments. Out of control, our little Vikings theme song done by OSP and Callus on the rap set, produced by Circus' own, very own Robbie Rob, my main man, Rob Mitchum in the house. Circa Entertainment. So we're going to be playing that. Do got some sound here from Everson Griffin this morning on First Take. Talking about his beloved Vikings and where they kind of are in their mental mind state. Because as much as this historic play, and it was historic, has galvanized us and put us in this position to get to the Super Bowl. Yes, there is a game next Sunday that you know we got to follow up on and and things like that so all right um just uh get checking our twitter messages want to say what up to sarah up in circle pines Derek, a new listener up in duluth minnesota uh, nice we appreciate that got rc up there as well and 
That is it for now. So that being said, Timberwolves, again, they're playing the Magic. Played last night here. Actually, all the home teams, or excuse me, Sunday. All the home teams played Sunday. A lot of reaction as the Timberwolves and the Minnesota Wild hockey team, their game was getting started. And actually, the play interrupted the national anthem at the hockey game. Everybody's in the concourses watching that. So obviously, all the the Wild players and everything kind of had a feeling what was happening. So there you go there. Um, Big L says, yo, Sluggo, I posted that. Okay, so they're just kind of talking Dick Gregory videos. <laughs> All right, so um, what else do we got to talk about tonight? Big Ten basketball, obviously Vikings, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, we'll also talk about the Patriots and the Jaguars. And what a game that Jaguars game was Sunday, man. Um, so we'll definitely get on that as well. Timberwolves. Looking good, can't be beat all of a sudden, and had a close one going tonight, but again, looking very well, going to get into the Philadelphia Eagles side of things and talk about uh, their their team, uh, they got a solid defense as well, man, they're a fourth ranked defense, got some off, look, I, and obviously their, their quarterback went down as well, but they still got us, got some weapons over there. Still got some weapons, and they do got a running back, uh, two that know what they are doing with uh, LeGarrette Blount, Jay Ajay, and Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles, the, the question mark. So we'll, we'll definitely be getting into that. And again, I want to say what up to the Wisconsin people. I, I just, <laughs> you know, I'm, they give us our stats and our demographics, locations, things like that. And it is just really amazing. The viewers that are coming over from the Wisconsin side. And I know there's a lot of Vikings fans over there and you're trapped. You feel like you're, you're in Shawshank. You can't escape like Andy did. Well, you can. You can get through that tunnel of crap. 500 yards down the road and get to the sports governor's podcast again follow me at uh twitter the big smooth one the number one after the big smooth also check out sports done right my last name w-r-i-g-h-t on facebook and here at spreaker.com also at xquadaffiliates.com as well so all right with that being said <laughs> Big L get to the damn Minnesota game, Vince. All in due time, brother. All in due time. And look who just popped in. The one and only Don Herbert Jern has joined us. Delta Don from Western Wisconsin. Thank you. She loves the Vikings. Grew up on the Minnesota side of the border. Married a Packer fan. Now living out there in Western Wisconsin. So Don, appreciate you coming through as well. Um, all right, folks, with that being said, let's do this. We, we, we are about 20 minutes in. Let's do this. We're going to take our first, just kind of very quick break here as well. Uh, treat Don nice out there, gang in the chat room. Uh, good friend of mine, everybody on their best manners. Let's show her a good time tonight for the next hour and a half or so. Going to be playing some Prince in the breaks to celebrate the, the the Purple Pride, the Prince Ghost. I think it was the Prince Ghost down there too, man. You never know. But anyway, uh, let's get 10 Sack Commandments in because a lot of people over Twitter, 
Uh, I've sent out some email copies as well. The Ten Sack Commandments by Callus and OSP. Uh, Circa Entertainment produced by my main man, Robbie Rob. Here we go. We'll be right back in three minutes. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Uh, it's the Ten Sack Commandments. Been coaching for years. Uh-huh. It turned him to a mastermind. Ziggy knew the deal. Contract signed when the rest declined. We on the cusp of history. Super Bowl at the crib. Uh-huh. Give me a skull clap uh-huh. for the defense cracking uh-huh. ribs. Defense number uno. Who you know? Better on third down. Yeah, you don't. And you won't believe the pain we bring, especially when your offense paused up and it's time to punt. Number two, never let them know what stunts you use. You know that double A gap blitz is violent. The Vikings should be hailed as your highness. Any RB Kendrick's got beef it when hit your teeth get chipped. Number three, no better DBs in the league from Trey Wayne's workflow. To Xavier Rose flows with Newman in the nickel, run a muck, he'll stick you. Wide receivers cross the middles, then they out turn them to victims. Number four, you should know this for sure. Zimmer prep for the fight, and we ready to ride. Number five, the quarterback can relax. Best believe that Limbaugh hungry. Foaming at the mouth, you better bounce. Number six, if you ain't talking championship, get it. Number safety better than Harrison Smith, dog, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Anthony Ball hit your squad, leave your shoulders separated. When that quarterback Flitch and trip, throw a quick hitch. Kendrick, sniff it out. We're taking for six. Number eight from the gate, play to win, not lose. Sky just schemes, cause offensive teams disguise things too. Number nine could have been number one for me. Play the game, play the game, not the referee. If the ref think you mention, he ain't trying to listen. He jerk his bottom four for inches, a flag of interference. Number 10, groom the illest defensive lineman. Everson Griffin and Robeson, live wide men. Cause when that no huddle flow, all they doing is throw. Collapse the pocket attack mode, smacking you in your ear hole. Follow this scheme in the whole league shake up. Fair weather fans, fickle, they always flake up. Yeah. Marcus run back to punt. The vault going go nuts. D2 tough, we can't be touched. Yeah, lace your cleats. To get the victory, we slay defeat. Be Rob, hook, line, and sinker. Vikings, it's time to eat. Be Rob, hook, line, and sinker. Boy, it's time to eat. Be Rob, hook, line, and sinker. Vikings, it's time to eat. Yeah. It's the 10 sack commandments. Purple and gold. Y'all should know better, man. Hello. We're the kings of the north. We're the kings of the NFC. We're about to be champions of the world. At the crib. If you don't know, act like you know. It's a 10 sack command. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. 
Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We are back. Vince Wright, sports governor. And. We are back with another Tuesday night edition Sports Done Right. Coming to you live from the palatial governor's mansion here in the Twin Cities. Hopefully, where the hometown team will be playing a little bit of football here in a couple weeks. Uh, We will be getting to our preview of the NFC Championship here uh, shortly. We're going to talk a little Big Ten basketball here. um, Because, quite honestly, we haven't. And I'm not going to spend two, two and a half hours talking exclusively Vikings-Eagles because that would not be a fun show. So with that being said, I did want to get back to the basketball side here in Big Ten country because, well, Gopher fans, I'll address you first because I do got a lot of my people that listen in this great state. And by the way, um, we got, looks like we got Steve that's listening in Minnetonka. Thank you, Steve. I think Steve is new as well. So, Steve, thank you for uh, checking us out here. He's uh, hit hit us up on Twitter. Um, again, we got Stephanie out there in Wausau, I believe, in Wisconsin, as she always corrects me. Wis like Swiss, Wisconsin. Um, want to say props. You know, I got a lot of good friends out there in Wisconsin, you know, Obviously, I got to hate the state because I went to Minnesota. I grew up here. Vikings fan, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, a couple of my frat brothers are ones from Bayfield, ones from Whitefish Bay or White Folks Bay, as he calls it out there. Uh, You know, knew a few girls from out there as well. Um, You know, Clintonville, my girl Jody, she's out in Clintonville running the bar out that way. And so the Cubs got deep, deep roots in the cheese state. But I do love the fact that they're on the sidelines watching, baby. But anyway, back to basketball. So, okay, Gopher fans, we know what's been happening here. Reggie Lynch, done. Forget about him coming back. There is uh, nothing that's really going to help him out in his sexual assault allegations and why he was kicked out of school here. So he is done the former Big Ten player of the year from last year, out. Amir Coffey, as we know, uh, you know, one of the the great surprises and really one of the best Big Ten freshmen last year to come al- to come around in a very, very long time here in the Twin Cities. He's got something going on with his shoulder that they're trying to figure it out. And it, it, more than likely, long story short, it's going to require surgery. So depending on that, comeback time, who knows? He he may be wrapped up for the year as well. Now, the Gophers dropped a couple with all that going on, I guess. Well, you know, I was about to say not to be surprised, but maybe to be surprised because we got other players on this team. We got people that should have a little more depth and a little more experience, and we should not be playing as, as bad as those two losses. Now, we beat Penn State in overtime yesterday. 
You know, obviously, if we have our team, we're favored. Now, remember, this was a team that was ranked, you know, 12th in the country. People at USA Today saying this is a sleeper Final Four team. All that stuff went right out the window. Wisconsin, as we know, they're they're struggling but starting to play a little better. A little bit better. So um, I do like the Big Ten website because I think the Big Ten Network does a very, very good job by really everybody there from football to basketball. John Crispin, who I think was a former Ohio State player, has kind of taken over some of the basketball duties, and he has taken over the BTN um, power pole here for the Big Ten. So let's start there. Uh, no big shocker. All of a sudden, man, the Purdue Boilermakers, 17-2, 6-0, um, phenomenal you know last week they were ranked second in this poll here and again you can find this on uh, btn.com but uh it just says here since the start of the season i've always seen them as a top 10 team which yeah granted we all have but now they're beginning to look like the best team in the country john writes and i i totally agree uh, they have really been phenomenal in the way they've stepped up their game um, so props to Purdue. I really am going to start keeping an eye on them to see if they may be a team that can be there in the national championship. Now, here's the kind of a surprise, and I'll talk to Jersey Vern um, if he gives us a call in from Atlanta. Uh, Jersey Vern, one of our regulars who calls in now, he is from the he's from New Jersey, New York metro area, lives in Atlanta, been down in Atlanta for 20 years, but loves the New York teams. He is an Ohio State alumni and Ohio State is the second team here in the power poll 15 and 4 but they're 6 and 0 tied with Purdue in conference um it says here Michigan fans may object but I'm sticking with the head to head rational rationalization here Chris uh, Holtman and his staff have done a terrific job simplifying the process allowing the teams to gain confidence every step of the way um you know Ohio State really starting to get some national attention. 6-0 in the Big Ten Conference. And kind of a, a out of nowhere. Oh, boy, there's Don in the chat room. Don't make me mention my favorite college basketball team. Yeah, we'll talk about them Badgers. And uh, Don is new to the show. But one thing I can tell you, Don, and you can go back and listen to my shows. They're all archived on the Spreaker website. You go back to last year's tournament, and I think even the tournament before that, if those shows are available, and I was the only one that was telling these people that Wisconsin was going to beat Kentucky, and nobody would listen to me, but they listened after the game was over, and unfortunately, here's what I do. I love my Minnesota teams, but I tell you straight from, I, I tell you the truth. Just like our football teams, there's no rivalry. We haven't beaten Wisconsin since 2003. That's not a rivalry. That's an ass whooping, okay? So until we make it a rivalry, it ain't a rivalry. It's college's longest running quote-unquote rivalry, but man, Gopher's been minus in that. So anyway, that's what it is there. Ohio State, again, keep an eye on them. 15-4, and 6-0 and in conference. Michigan Wolverines, 15-4 and four as well, 4-2 and two in conference. I like John Bayline or Beeline a lot. I think he does a good job out there. Keep an eye on Michigan. 
Number four, Michigan State really kind of fall, falling back a little bit here. Shelly B taking shots at your sports governor here, people. Again, sports gov, Vince Wright, sports done right here on Spreaker.com. Tuesday night edition. You can also find us at xsquadaffiliates.com. Shelly B, go for basketball is division three. Wow, Shelly, really? That's cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. Let me get myself together. We're going to take a station identification break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Thank you again. Now, Shelly taking some big shots at, at my team here, calling us a Division Three basketball team. But Michigan State back to number four here. Again, this is the power poll on the Big Ten Network uh, done by the one and only John Crispin. Spartans start off good. I mean, now look, they're, they're 16 and three. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like, um, you know, this team is, you know, packing for the NIT or something like that. I mean, it's, it's nothing like that at all. But some chinks in the in the armor out there in uh, East Lansing, Michigan. Now they're a young team. That may be part of it. But keep an eye. I think they're still now. They got the talent of a Sweet Sixteen team, but they are young. So as uh, the season progresses, we'll keep an eye on Michigan State, four and two in conference, sixteen and three. Uh, overall, and yes, Big L, Lorenzo from Little Rock, Arkansas. Your Arkansas Razorbacks did beat Minnesota quite easily down there um, before we lost all these people to uh, expulsions because Reggie Lynch was kicked out of school. Forget suspended from the team. University of Minnesota kicked him out of school. Uh, he is appealing that, but just cannot play. And before the coffee injury, so Big L, you know, he he's tried to predict a lot of things on us Minnesota fans here and our teams. Unfortunately, he did call the shots there. So uh, Big L was right. Number six, Penn State, 13 and six overall, three and three in conference. I'm not going to spend too much time with them. Um, again, they lost to us yesterday. Um, I don't know. Penn State, they they get a nice team here and there. Now, Nebraska is is a team we've talked about here on Sports Done Right um, for their basketball because obviously we know Nebraska is a football school, but, and I urge anybody who's very interested in basketball to, you know, go check out their, their website, the new arena, <clears throat> excuse me, that they built a couple years ago because this team has really dumped a lot of money into their basketball program. They got a very nice setup. They sell out their all their home basketball games. It really, really is a great 
facility and a great atmosphere at a school that is really up and coming for basketball and one you quite honestly wouldn't think that would be interested in you know up in their basketball program but Nebraska headed on the right track they are 12 and 7 overall 3 and 3 um in the Big 10 conference keep an eye on James Palmer Jr. Indiana always some drama at Indiana they're eighth in this uh, power poll, 11 and seven overall, four and two in the conference. Says here, Hoosiers may not always look pretty, but that is going to be how they win this year. Uh, without Deron Davis, the lineup will be small and versatile. So, yeah, that's one thing. If you're going small in the Big Ten, that's always tough. Um, it says here, defensively, they'll be good so long as they don't get, uh, get overextended. So, keep an eye on them. Then let's just finish this out here. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the rest of the teams. Northwestern comes in at nine. They're two and four in conference, 11 and eight. Number 10, Don, your Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, let's see. Wisconsin is nine and nine, two and three in the conference. Um, transition year. Transition year. You know, obviously they are coming off of a lot of uh, talented teams down there in, the, in Madison, Wisconsin. And. You know, there it, it happens to the best of them, folks. It happens to the best of them. Wisconsin, two and three, like I said. You know, the, and they'll just get better, and, you know, the program will get back to where, to where it usually is. I have no doubt. Linda, in our Spreaker.com chat room, says, UK, best college basketball. Tell us what you like about uh, UK basketball. Uh, Linda, I will tell you what, my fraternity brother who calls into the show regularly, Michael Coffey, he is from Louisville. He lives down there. His wife works at the University of Louisville. They are U of L fans, ticket holders, all that fun stuff. So we have a lot of, more than you would think, a lot of Kentucky basketball talk on Sports Done Right for you. So thank you for tuning in. And who knows, maybe we can get you and Coffey doing a little debate action on those two squads. DJ Dollars and Cents in the house. DJ, what's up? Reggie Lawrence, by the way. Uh, we do a show, and we're going to be getting that back together soon here once I get my new schedule kind of figured out. The Sports and More show that me and him co-host together, so keep an eye out for that. What up, Reggie? Ooh, man, just had to get some water there, people. Again, sports done right Tuesday here in a very chilly Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Reggie, big Steelers fan. Obviously, I, uh, Reggie was on the Barbershop Sports Talk Show uh, before my show here, and I heard a little bit of what he had to say there regarding his Steelers. And uh, Linda, yes, Kentucky breeds ballers. Kentucky born, Minnesota raised. Cool, cool. All right. Well, thank you for hanging out, and you are definitely welcome to call in or just throw your thoughts in the chat room, but make sure you spread the word about our show and we'll definitely make sure we are covering the Kentucky Louisville rivalry and uh, the big blue basketball for you here. All right. Um, let's just finish this out. Number 11 is Minnesota 13 and six, two and four in conference. Not sure the Gophers would be able to maintain a presence in the middle of the pack without a mere coffee, which we were talking about. On top of Reggie Lynch's suspension, a short bench, absolutely. It's almost as if the season of high expectations was over when the Lynch news was announced. This group will have to change the way it plays. 
And guys like Devontae Fitzgerald and Michael Hurd will have to play much bigger than they are. And that is uh, the problem because they are not used to that, but they're going to have to start right away. So uh, we'll finish it out. Rutgers, 11 and 8, 1 and 5 in the conference. Iowa, a little bit of a surprise, 10 and 9, uh, 1 and 5 in conference as well. Uh, you know, they've looked good at times. Um, you know, they're also, as it says here, they're also one of the teams that define the Big Ten Conference this season. The record may say that they are not good, but anyone who plays them will tell you that they are not far off. So I was one good leader away from being a real winner this season. So uh, they've dug themselves a hole at one and five. We'll see if that happens, as uh, John Crispin says. Uh, John, by the way, I think I made a mistake. John is a former Penn State basketball player. That's what it was. I think I said Ohio State as well. Um, so, again, former uh, Penn State player. And rounding out the Big Ten, uh, <laughs> the 14 teams in the Big Ten, ironically. Wow. You know, you talk about Illinois basketball, and then we'll get into our next break and come back and talk about Vikings football. And this one kind of hurts a little bit. I'm I'm from Illinois originally, born in Chicago. Used to, you've heard, you know, I've talked about my story. I used to go back to Chicago uh, every summer after school was out. We would literally visit two or three times a year outside of that because it was so close. Growing up, dad working at Greyhound, jumping on that bus or, you know, living a life of luxury every once in a while, catching a a quick plane ride down there. So Chicago was my hometown and it was like I never left because I spent my entire summers there until I'd say until the age, probably about 14, 15, right in there, 14, I think it was. And the one thing that I I did like about my home state was the home state basketball team. Kenny Battle, Marcus Liberty, um, Nick Anderson. I mean, on and on it goes. Those heydays of Illinois Illini basketball, the fighting Illini, you know, whatever. I may not be politically correct to say, but that's who they were back then. Kendall Gill, number one rated teams. Used to, you know, watch them and our Gophers do battle. And when the Gophers took them down that one year there, I think they were number one and the the town was just on fire. (laughs) Dear old dad, listen to you, Shelly. But man, they're 10 and 8 overall. They're, They're winless this year has really not been relevant in, in years gone by for Illinois basketball Crowd's still there. The fans, the base is still there. You know, they play in Assembly Hall. I don't know, maybe not the best college arena. I've heard kind of mixed reviews on on that or whatever they call it now. But we'll see. Brad Underwood says here, see if if he can recruit well. They got to start doing something, man. I just, I'm completely lost on, on that basketball program down there. Used to have the pipeline to Chicago. And I don't know, maybe that's it. Maybe the Chicago Hoops players aren't what they used to be. I don't know. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, we are done talking basketball. 
We are going to take our next break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about football, 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 our Minnesota Vikings. Playing to get to the Super Bowl in Minnesota. I mean, can't wait. Can't wait. So... Let's have some fun. Let's play some music. You are in with Sports Done Right here with Vince Wright, Sports Governor. XSquadAffiliates.com, Spreaker.com as well. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. And by the way, Sports Done Right Facebook page, W-R-I-G-H-T. Hook us up over there as well. We'll be right back. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with. All day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up. Like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Like I was a curve, I struck a nerve, and now you're about to see the southern plague is serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not what you make, but how much you spend, you got me bent like elbows, amongst other things, but I'm not worried. Cause when we set up in the party, like I'm out you scurry, so go we'll get your fucking shine box and your sack of nickels. It tickles to see you try to be like Mr. Pickles. Daddy Fat Sacks, B I G B O I, is that same motherfucker that took them knuckles to your eye, and I try to warn you not to test, but you don't listen. Giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell, locked up in prison. Hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like they just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Now, my oral illustration be like clitoral stimulation to the female gender. Ain't nothing better. Let me know when it's wet enough to enter. If not, I wait because the future of the world depends on if or if not the child we raise gon' have that nigga syndrome. Or will it know to beat the arts regardless of its skin tone? Or will it feel that if in tune it, it just might get picked on? Or will it give a fuck about what others say and get gone? The alienators cause we different. Keep your hand to the sky like sounds of blackness when I practice what I preach and don't lie. I be the baker and the maker of the piece of my pie. Now break a break a tenfold. Can I get some reply? Now everybody say. Hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, girl. Every day I sit while my 
my nigga be in school Thinking about the second album at the dungeon Shooting pool like ES to the PN Cause we just to the B in the zone Honey, I'm home, but I'm not married Carried a lot of problems around being frustrated And now I'm sitting at the end of the month I just made it like you made the B team And like your daddy's wife, you made it a coffee You heard the H E L E and so back the hell up off Softly as if I play piano in the dark Found a way to channel my anger not to involve The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part God works in mysterious ways So when he starts the job of speaking through us We be so sincere with this here No drugs or alcohol so I can get the signal clear as day Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon That never runs out of ammunition So I'm ready for war, okay Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl
official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Grego in the house. We are definitely on a collision course, my friend. Grego, the Patriots' number one fan. Born up there in the, what was it, the Brockton, Massachusetts area. Doing his thing. And yeah, Vikings, Patriots, (laughs) it could definitely happen. Grego loves his team. Big Mac Farrell in the house as well. Um, crowd, give those guys some round of applause. Linda, Linda out there as well. She says, uh, we are so ready for the Super Bowl. We so, Minneapolis is definitely ready for this game. It is going to be interesting Nicollet Mall, which used to be kind of the one of the main thoroughfares, is now a pedestrian walkway mall. That's where Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and kind of the Minnesota, all the Minnesota acts of the past from all genres of music are going to be doing free concerts. That's now look, that's really uh before we get into the Vikings game here, that's why I'm really hoping that we get some decent weather. And by decent weather, Look, I'm going to say a heat wave for us first week February above 30. If we can really get some nice weather. So, you know, being outside ain't really all that much of a hassle. Because it's going to be, it's still going to be crowded. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. And, you know, because I do want to go see Mint Condition. Do love Mint Condition. You know, all the other Minnesota bands of the heyday are are supposedly playing as well. Uh, The Jayhawks, um, just all all kinds of bands, man. So I wonder if Husker Du is going to be playing. Don says, let's get, let's go plow over the Eagles. Dilly, dilly. Again, sports done right all right, so let's talk about this game, man. Um, it was something. You heard the call. If not, here it is from, again, I have not been the biggest PA fan here. PA is the the local uh, Vikings color guy. He, he has his own show. Been doing it for about 20 years here on KFN Radio. I know very popular. Guys probably got like 100,000 Twitter people, all that stuff. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Like, if he was my neighbor, it would probably be real cool and stuff. But I I don't know. I just kind of get tired of the shtick on the radio. But I know people love him, so I ain't out here trying to hate. 
but I do love him at the racetrack. Actually, I do love him at Canterbury. He's uh, been calling races across the country for a long time, and that's where I really enjoy him. But anyway, here's the call as fans on KFAN Radio 100.3 in the Twin Cities heard it. Wow. Just a big, big mistake. Uh, you just got to be able to, you got to take advantage of it when they do that kind of stuff. 10 seconds to go. 24-23 Saints. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, feel and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God. Loose. Oh, my God. Hey. 30. No. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was, man. Vikings come back to win over the Saints. I got a handful of notes here. Here the paper there. That I'll be kind of going back and forth with. It was amazing, Linda. Absolutely. Absolutely. Linda says amazing there in the Spreaker.com chat room. Again, sports done right here on Spreaker.com. Every Tuesday night, we usually try and go off at 7.30 Central Time. Uh, outside of that, follow me, Spreaker.com, and uh, Twitter, the big at the big smooth one, the number one, and sports done right on Facebook. And keep up, get live show, or when we go live, you'll be notified right away. Get in here in the chat room like Linda and Don. Got a couple of uh, very cool ladies joining us tonight who are new to the show. And uh, Don, aw, she still has goosebumps. It is, it is, and we, and we got to get past it now. So this is kind of the last night that we can enjoy that. Who knows, maybe I'll play it one more time before the show's over here in the next hour or so. But the Vikings, a tale of two halves, right? First half, everything copacetic. Everything's beautiful. Everything's going great. Second half, and not so much. So we will talk about the Vikings defense. I told you to keep an eye. Now, I was a guest on uh, Larry... Uh, Belmonte show three and out last, what was it, last Saturday, where I did kind of a debate with a fine Saints fan on his show, and I told people to watch our backfield, Jarek McKinnon and Lactavius Murray, my main man. I like Murray a lot. Because those guys were almost as productive as Kamara and, and, and Ingram. And obviously, uh, the rookie from New Orleans, deservedly so. I mean, he's a phenomenal player. You got the veteran down there in Ingram. So, you know, they enter in New Orleans. They've won a Super Bowl down there. They get the press. And that's cool. That's fine. No, No issues with that. And again, I'm Vince Wright, sports governor in Minnesota. Don, you take care. Thank you for tuning in and come back and listen. You can listen to these shows anytime on demand, listen to them, driving to work, whatever. Thank you. Spread the word and appreciate it. 
All our best to the family. RC out of Duluth, Minnesota, joining us here in the Spreaker.com chat room. Uh, he's busy but listening. That's all we can ask for, RC. Same thing, man. You listen whenever you can. We appreciate you as always. Uh, RC, the, the boxing historian, Vikings fan extraordinaire as well. So um, getting back to this here. So, you know, Vikings first half. I'm sorry, scratchy throat here. <clears throat> Get some water, excuse me. You know, they're just so on point in that first half. Case looking good, our receiving core, our, our backs looking good, running the ball hard, strong, like I said. And really, the defense in that first half really putting the, the nuts and bolts on Drew Brees. To, I think it wasn't the first quarter. I think Drew Brees had like three yards passing. So we're looking good. We're looking good. Now, the one thing, and it's a fine line with the quarterback between having touch with a pass and being, let's, you know, be quite honest, a little lucky. And that was what I was trying to figure out with Case because a couple of them lofted passes to Thielen and Diggs and, you know, they, they kept the drives going and things like that. You know, I don't know. That that one just kind of had me thinking a little bit. Now it worked out in the first half for us. Not so much in the second. But, you know, like I said, our guys were looking good. Um, you know, mad props, obviously, the, to Diggs and Thielen. We'll obviously be talking about Diggs here a little bit more in a second. But Case was who we needed him to be in the first half. Steady, not turning the ball over. Again, offensive line, which we talked about here over the past year and a half, which has been really the MVP of this team because they were they were garbage, you know, a year and a half ago, and and now they're they're tops in the league at protecting Case. And guess who just stepped up in the room? The one and only Chief Rocker, number one, Jersey Vern himself, the one and only Vernon Ricks, the main man, New York Metro extraordinaire. Now down in the ATL, what's up there, sir? Appreciate you coming through here, Chief Rocker. Now let's take a listen here, folks. Everson Griffin, before we continue on here about my analysis of the uh, Viking Saints game. And then we'll talk about the Vikings Philly game here. Um, but the second half defense of the Vikings, that number one defense, which you proudly hear us talking about here on my show, went into hibernation. And then you, 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 you uh, throw on to that as well. For the first time, this season, Case Keenum looks like he's playing a little reckless in the second half with some of these passes. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that interception here in a second. But here's Everson Griffin. He was on first take this morning, ESPN. So I just taped this sound. Uh, take a listen. 
been as strong as that as a defense. Um, that's that's very unlike us to go out there and um, allow a team to get back in a game like that. We can't get complacent. We got to finish stronger and we got to do it together. Um, you know, the game ain't over to until the fourth quarter is over and we got to do it together. And, you know, we let Drew Brees um, pass rush got to be better. Run game got to be better. We got to do everything, everything better. And, you know, we let them get back in the game. We got we got complacent. We got too excited and we got to finish stronger. That's all. You know, we got to just do you got to do your job to the end of the to the end of the game. Everson, you said that it was like um, something, something you know, in Pop Warner or in high school or something, you know, stuff like that doesn't happen happen in the NFL. You, you can can ascribe it to kind of supernatural forces or luck or whatever. It's this kind of dreamlike state you guys are in of euphoria. Where are you now? A couple days have passed. You got a game coming up. Where are your heads right now? It's real, you know. It's real. We moved on to the NFC Championship game. Um, I'm moved past it, honestly. It's it's still it's still present, but you got to move past it. You know, I'll be watching. I'll be on to Philly's game tape this um, this afternoon. My coach will have it in on our iPads, so I'm on to Philly. Got to study their deep. Got to study their offense. Got to break down my um, the old line I'm going up against and figure out how to beat these guys. You know, that's huh? our number one focus now is is the Philadelphia Eagles and how to beat them. So you heard it from the man himself. Got to finish stronger. As Yeezy would say, finish stronger. You gots to. Everybody's saying what up to Jersey Vern here. RC says, hopefully Sendale will be ready to go this Sunday. Yeah, he took a real nasty uh, hit. Dropped. I mean, he, he looked like he was out. I mean, he wasn't moving. And I was real concerned for him for for a minute until they until he got up. But man, you know, couple that with uh, you know, Rhodes now who who should who should play, but still uh, probably not a hundred percent. We'll talk about that. Now a little preview on the Philadelphia side, but let's finish up our takes here on this Saints game here on Sports Done Right. Now, okay, so first half, yeah, everything's good. We're up 17-0. Obviously, we're feeling great. 17-0, though. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so we come out second half, and as the Vikings seem to do and what they will always do, defer if they win the, the opening coin toss, and that's what they did. So now the Vikings get the ball back in the second half, and it all starts coming apart. Like I said, Case Keenum now all of a sudden reverted back to, <laughs> as Grego says, Case almost reverted back to bum case. We laugh, but that's that's a very true statement by Grego here in our Spreaker.com chat room here on Sports Done Right. You ain't lying. <laughs> he is not lying. Like I said, Case started playing a little more reckless, and a lot of that now has to do, and let's turn it to the Saints here and give them some props because the Saints' defense now is starting to get pressure in the second half, and they're really, look, Case Keenum does amazing things outside the pocket, has been doing that all season, but they got to Case in that second half. And that's the first time that us Vikings fans and the Vikings have seen that in a minute. And it all led to that horrible interception. I see Grego calls it that toss-up in the chat room there. 
And that, look, that turned the whole damn game around. I know everybody's got these nice surround sound speakers and everything. And, you know, you watch these games and turn up the sound and you can't do it justice. I, I've been to a game in this, in this stadium. It is nuts. It is insane the noise that gets generated there, right? And when he made that interception, going back, throwing off a back foot, literally being sacked where he should have probably just tucked it and took the sack because he, he was not outside the pocket either. So he definitely would have got a grounding and a loss of down. But it was a it was a horrible attempt at a pass. It was the interception, and it was the interception that now changed the whole game because it, this is what I look. Even though it almost, this is what I love about NFL football in in the playoffs, right? That whole play, if you're a Saints fan, reignited everything. You saw it on their sidelines, and then when Drew Brees came out, let him down, gets that first score. Games on, you know, 17-7, 10-point game, plenty of time, a whole second half, basically, of football. And for the first time, for us Vikings fans, and what I'm trying to do is give you a sense of what it was like for Vikings fans and long-suffering Vikings fans like myself. You know, just like a Cubs fan. You know, you guys know me, huh? you know, my Chicago side, I'm a Cubs baseball guy as well, and it's 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 literally the same thing. We've had so many heartbreaks that now comes that creeping little uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. On my Facebook page. You know, after they scored again, I think I put uh what was it I put? Oh, I I've seen this movie before. JY3 in the house. Thank you sir, for, for joining us here on Sports Done Right here. He's in the Spreaker.com chat room. Go to Spreaker.com, set up an account, go to Sports Done Right or Vince Right, follow us and come on into the chat room. You can also call us 651-968-0124. So JY says, uh, we almost got another blessing from Case, but Thielen saved the day. Yes, <laughs> yes he did but but getting back to this because there are a couple points we we need to count or talk about here as vikings fans going into next week so saints start getting pressure on case cause the key interception turns the whole game around then all of a sudden saints offense comes alive and starts moving the ball on the number one defense that that we love so much right and, you know, was it a case of nerves? I mean, again, we talked a little bit about that last week. There's not a lot of playoff experience on this team. Also, look, man, just got to give Drew Brees some credit as well. Um, again, his back started doing what, what they've been doing all season, his receivers. You know, it all started coming together for Drew Brees and, and, his, and, and his offense. And Drew Brees shows you why he's an elite all-time quarterback. Because the long story short was he got the lead back. Him and that had that him in the offense. 
Case was inconsistent in the second half. Like JY just said. What was mentioned earlier, Case almost reverted back to the old Case Keenum. And the thing I liked, however, was was able to come back, settle down, and even in that last drive to 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 get those uh, passes completed, great catches, stealing, great catches all day by Diggs, obviously, including that phenomenal history making last one, but. The Vikings really got a lot to prepare for for next week. And now, as we've moved on from the play, we got to focus on next week. And I think you heard it with that sounder that we had from Everson Griffin, that the team is is obviously focusing on the task at hand because it's going to be a nice day weather-wise in Philadelphia. And ironically, the the two former Rams quarterback, Nick Foles, (laughs) Case Keenum, playing each other in the NFC Championship game. By the way, folks, uh, Timberwolves go down 108-102 tonight. Jimmy Butler with 28 points, 7 rebounds. Carl Anthony Towns has 15 and 12 boards. Jeff Teague finished with 13 points. He was 6-17 from the field tonight. So T Wolves again go down in Orlando, one hundred eight to one hundred two. Uh, Evan Fournier, big game guard down there in Orlando, thirty two points for him. Aaron Gordon, the forward, had fourteen points. So uh, Big Ben, BS Three Sports Report out of Dallas, Texas, joining us. What's up, sir? <laughs> Appreciate you, my man, coming on through again. Uh, just kind of give you my analysis on the Saints game. We're kind of starting to talk now about next week and what we're going to have to do in Philadelphia. So one thing you can learn from the Saints, though, and this is all teams, especially the Minnesota Vikings, you never give up. You never stop playing. You you just look, man, it, it just... It, they almost pulled it off. It goes to show you, you never know with the NFL playoffs, people. You never know. Because this team, again, 17 points, had a whole half to come back. Two fairly, well, two fairly quick strikes. Bam, you're right back in at 17-14. They battle back to actually take the lead. And there it is. And the Vikings fans, we were feeling like we always did or always do. So close on the verge And something heartbreaking rips it out of us and we're going to lose again. Or the way I was seeing it, you know, there's some time. 
All we need is a field goal. And for Bath, look, he has missed some during the season, and, and, and the Vikings fans do not want anything coming down to a field goal kick. But look, the guy just went up and, and nailed a 50-something yarder just a few minutes before. I was actually... I don't want to say at peace with that, but it's like, look, he had just nailed one before. Uh, okay. Let's, you know, positive thoughts here. Positive thoughts. <laughs> so, all right. They come out, couple completions now. That The last completion, the, 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 the big one, I, I don't know. The, it looks like Williams... The infamous number 43 for the Saints. Just got there too soon. Where, and look, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because it's Tuesday. You guys have obviously been hearing about this for literally two days now. So I'm not going to sit here and try and overanalyze it. You know, it just looked like he got there too soon where maybe he just could have held up. If you're a Saints fan. Um, Stefan Diggs goes up, catches the ball at the high point, And all he has to do at that point is just literally wrap up Stefan and literally almost baby like, like he's got a newborn, bring him down to the ground. Ever so gently, the clock runs out and the game is over. So it obviously it looks like he's trying to do the old undercut tackle. And he tries to clip the legs and misses. And, you know, the rest is history because he winds up taking out his teammate who I I think if you look at, you know, you look at the replays. I, I think his teammate may have had a shot at bringing him down because, you know, at that point, Stephon Diggs is off and running and there's there's not going to be any time. So it's literally, can you catch him and tackle him and end the game? And he may have had a shot. I don't know how fast the dude is. You know, Diggs very, very quick. So, um, but who knows? I mean, shoulda, coulda, woulda. I hear you. So, I, <laughs> I just don't know, man. Oh, oh. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Right, here we go here. What's going on, Reggie Lawrence? I'm doing well. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, give me one second here. I'm just playing with some knobs, trying to tighten in that audio. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Reggie Lawrence, dollars and cents out of Kalamazoo, Michigan, joining us. Uh, he grew up in the Cleveland area. He is a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, uh, knows his team in and out. And yeah, Reg, man, um, you know, let's just get your initial thoughts. Um, I know you've been on a couple different shows. Tell the folks how you felt, um, you know, watching the game and, you know, after it was all done, brother. 
Yeah, I won't get in it too much because I know everybody's tired of it, tired of me. Um, all I'm saying, first drive, I was like, oh, man, it's going to be a long, long day. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right down the field, I was like, are you kidding me? Um, you know, I was proud of the way that the offense kind of battled back. Um, disappointed in all the garbage that was coming out ahead of time. Le'Veon Bell tweeting, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retire, Mike Mitchell. Um, really, really disappointed in the defense. I just don't even understand how that's even possible. Um, but overall, very frustrated. This was our year, man. This is a year to win a Super Bowl. You know, you got you know your guy, Casey Keenum. No disrespect. I mean, he looks great. But uh, you got... Wentz, who I think, had he been the quarterback, I mean, you know, um, I see your boys Vikings winning it, but the Patriots are having some in-house fighting. I just was like, man, this, if we're ever going to win it, this is going to be our year, you know, with all this right. going on. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it crushed me. But I, I wasn't too surprised, though, homeboy. Well, again, folks, we got Reggie Lawrence. Me and Reggie are getting our show back together, Sports, the Sports and More show. Again, Reggie is a huge Steelers fan. He is living up in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, number one pharmaceutical rep, I'm sure. Right, Reg? <laughs> yes, sir. If you can't, uh, if you need help uh, stopping peeing on yourself, I'll, I'm the man. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> he is your legalized drug dealer. Um, but l- listen, Reg, you know, obviously you have been a, at times, and, and I want to say this correctly, an at times outspoken critic of the head coach, um, Tomlin, Mike Tomlin up there. Um, sometimes I, I agree, sometimes I disagree. But what I like is, you know, you have always kind of studied that team and, you know, you, you really bring some good information for your point of view. And I know a lot of people don't agree with Reggie a lot of times. But Reggie, let me ask you, man. Now, obviously with the Steelers going out again, Big Ben today apparently said he wants to play another three years. So, A, who knows if Todd Haley's going to be there. But tell us your vibe on the coaching staff here and in the offseason and any changes you see coming. Well, first I'm going to make sure. Can you hear me okay? Because you're going in and out. I just want to make sure. I, yeah, yeah. You sound, yep, no, no, you sound good on, on our end. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, you know, Vince, I've been sharing with you all, you know, last couple of years that um, – uh, the, the, the quarterback, yeah, my man, Big Ben here, it has has had an issue, and I think obviously he had his situation early on, but as he's gotten older, it's funny he's um you know really been speaking out just little stuff here and there, you know, uh, a couple yeah. years ago, whatever he was talking about how you know these young guys need to step up, you know, get in trouble, um, not being prepared, um. Those guys go back and forth, and, and um, I really believe that, you know, obviously Ben knows that really he's almost untouchable, and he's not very happy, and he hasn't been, and he has, has had a right to be. So um, I, they don't like each other. Um, that, that's obvious uh, between Tomlin and um, Big Ben, and trust mm-hmm. me, if, if they could get rid of uh, Big Ben, I, I think Tomlin would have launched him, but I think um, – in my personal opinion, what I've been reading and hearing is that uh, Big Ben is tired of honestly getting all the blame, like which he sometimes he does deserve. He's a crybaby at times. He throws five yeah. kicks and this no, and that. I, I would definitely but, agree with that. But everyone um, they call him Teflon Tom uh, Tomlin, and everyone um, 
whenever they win, Tomlin gets all the credit, and he gets none of the blame, and he does throw other players under the bus. Um, that whole situation with uh, Villanueva was handled very poorly. But um, hey, Rich, so, let me let me yeah. let me ask you this, and I'm yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, no, you some just just. Just popped in my head here with kind of the, and we had talked about this actually too, the pregame kind of hype to this game. Were they looking past Jacksonville? I mean, you know, that's been talked about, you know, the, you know, talking about New England and not being focused on the opponent in hand. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mentioned it three weeks ago when I heard him uh, interview with um, the former head coach of the Indianapolis Colts and uh, Tony Dungy, and I'm actually surprised that they even aired it um, with Coach Tomlin or Reverend Tomlin mm-hmm. was just saying, hey, it's going to come, come down to us in New England, and they, they hadn't even played um, New England yet, and, and they still had a bunch of games to go. So that set the tone right away, and then when you had that, then it was free game. So, yeah, Mike Mitchell was um, you know, talking uh, before the game, saying that you know, well, we play them in hell, we play whoever. We're going to beat the Patriots before the game. Then Le'Veon Bell's tweeting out, you know, second time mm-hmm. the team, talking about playing New England the second time. And then, they, you know, we're talking about uh, his, his retiring. So, yes, they definitely looked past um, New England. And to be fair and honest, Big Ben did the same thing when he was like, yep, I'm looking forward to a rematch, which actually he backed up his words, you know, through for a record number of yards. But, yes, they definitely looked past him. But it all got started, and not even just me saying this. Other coaches said that he broke a cardinal sin as a head coach. You don't look past, you know, play teams who haven't even played yet. That's a complete disrespect to talk about teams that, you know, it's going to come down to us to for the Super Bowl. Right. Um, and so, yeah, they were looking past them big time. No, yeah. I mean, and you know, you're not the only person that's saying that, and that's why I wanted to ask you about it here. Um, kind of some breaking news here, and I just put it in the chat room. Former Boston Celtic uh, Hall of Famer JoJo White has died tonight at age 71 from a battle with cancer. So, um, mm, Brain yeah. cancer from when I was hearing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I was hearing too. Um, so rest in peace to a all-time Celtic and all-time NBA great, man. Um, now, I wasn't a Celtics fan growing up, but JoJo White, boy, he he had some moves back in the in the seventies. So yeah, he could he could put the ball in the bucket. Um, and can I just just say one thing is that you yeah, know, go ahead. Everybody, you know, if this is a a black issue, I get it. You know, I mean, everybody you know wants to look out for Tom. I get it. I've been a Thomas fan forever and Steelers fan. To me, it's a result issue for me, and result means Super Bowl or playoffs or whatever. I mean, Super Bowl, AFC Championship, Super Bowl, but. The only thing that I want to share with everybody is that I stand down when it comes to the team that you are an expert on. And I study, no one studies and does more research on on my team or whatever than me. And I'm not out here, I don't get on and dispute stuff. And and, and I research every damn thing. And and I, you know, so that's one thing that I just kind of find it interesting is, you know, people. But anyway. Um, yeah, bro. So it was, it sucked, man. But I wanted to congratulate your Vikings, man. I'm very happy for them. Well, yeah, you know, um, I'm, I predicted them to win it. Yeah, you know, like I was like, I'm getting into the Philadelphia game here next week. And, you know, one thing I think they got to do, Reggie, next week is I think it's going to be more of a defensive battle on both sides of the ball. 
I've, you know, I think yeah. this is, you know, and you've heard all this nonsense and the metaphors before, but bro, I really think that it's just going to come down to a couple kind of big plays here and there. And, you know, mm-hmm. will it, will it be case and the Vikings that make one more than the Eagles or vice versa, man? You know, I think this is going to be a close game. I got the Vikings by six, you know, probably, hell, man, maybe 24-18, somewhere in there. I, I, I look at it, to me, the the X factor in this in this game coming up is, is going to be McKinnon. Um, I don't think that uh, what's-her-name is going to be able to run the ball, but, you know, you got McKinnon who's so versatile. He can catch the ball, swing pass. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be where Minnesota's going to have to attack um, that Eagles defense, him coming out of the backfield, catching passes. Um, the other running back, I, I just don't see him being able to get it done, you know, uh, between the tackles or whatever versus uh, the, the Eagles D, sir. But um, and Keith, and Casey's going to have to – you're going to have to like throw it deep like he did, man. You can't be dinking and dunking. You're going to have to take some risks, bro. But I, I, I see a boy whose defense is just so damn good. So yeah. I'm pulling for him. No, I hear you, dog. I hear you. Now, Ben wanted me to ask you here in the chat room, if Tomlin is fired, who do they hire? So have you been kind of keeping your eye on maybe or just throw some names out maybe that you would like to see regardless of maybe if it could happen or not? You know, Ben was notorious, and everybody else is notorious for saying that. And I'm going to say that to me, that's no disrespect to anybody. That's one of the silliest statements, because here's why. When when Bill Cowher retired, me along with everybody else is jumping off a bridge, like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Who are we going to get? And then they're like, and then all of a sudden you hear Tom. I'm like, who the hell is Tom? Like, we beat up on him in Minnesota. I don't know who the hell it is. Who he is. No way. So... And then, so my point saying that is, that's ridiculous. It doesn't matter who we get. Because no one knew Tomlin. No one knew the Rams coach. Okay? So well, Reggie, let, let, let me just say this very quickly, and then I'll let you jump back in onto your point. Because here locally, bro, the Vikings fans were devastated. We were really looking forward for Tomlin to take over for the Vikings. So when, when he went to Pittsburgh, I'm just saying mm-hmm. here back in Minnesota – that that left a nasty taste in a lot of people's mouth. But anyway, go ahead with what you were saying. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, um, I mean, you know, I, I didn't think he would get fired anyway. I've never necessarily called for Tomlin to get fired. Never. No, I'm that, 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 and, that, and that is true. You, yeah. you have not. You have not. That's a fair point to, to get out there. Now, if I heard rumors that they were going to be, you know, fire him, I would check. But now, once they, once they got this Rams coach, if no one heard about, I don't even want to hear anybody say, well, if you get rid of Thomas, who would you get next? That, that's irrelevant with so many coaches out there still. Um, you know, so many Patriots coaches, uh, uh, OC. So, Thomas is not the end-all, be-all, everybody. <laughs> with, the, with that talent on that team, man, you can get a decent coach or some – Somebody who's a real defense coordinator and come right in, and they're going to keep rolling. Trust me. Well, do you have it? So, do you have a just a name or two? And again, you know, this could just be on your fantasy list or anything. But just give the people a couple names, you know, because a at some point Mike Tomlin will not be there. You know, regardless on if he's run out of town, if he has more success and retires on his own, you know, accord. 
So just yeah. throw a couple names out there. Who would you like to see? I mean, if he was, come in? if he was, yeah, if he was still, a, I'd like Jim Harbaugh. Really? <laughs> I know people are like, yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, well, hey, brother, you please share with my uh, plethora of, of uh, NFL fans around the world the the thoughts on that one. Because, yeah, I, I think you would probably be in the minority right now. So, Well, here's the reason. For one, I mean, when, every, when he took over for the 49ers, their defense is tough. They were a hard-nosed team. He wasn't afraid to um, hold people accountable, and he did bench, um, uh, what's his name, Alex Smith for Colin Kaepernick. Everybody's cool with that because, obviously, you know, that's neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, like, to me, he's somebody who, you know, got a lot out of little. I wouldn't mind him at all. Um, if Patricia or, um, I don't know about the other, Patricia, but he's going to sign somewhere else. He's somebody that I could see coaching the Steelers. Uh, Matt Patricia from uh, New England. Right. Um, the guy, you know, solid. I mean, great defense. Um, very uh, attention detail. Anybody honestly associated with Belichick, I wouldn't mind giving a look. Uh, to be totally honest with you, but um, do you so think that, that do you think New England would let either one of those guys though go to Pittsburgh? I mean, you know, that's that's you, you know been the the hump for obviously the Steelers here the past few years. Do you really think they let? One of those coordinators go to Pittsburgh. Um, I think they're gonna be free agents, and I'm believing. I think uh, Belichick. I'm believing this, this smoke and fire. Belichick's gonna be done pretty soon. So yeah, okay. I, I, I could see. Um, but you know, I'm gonna do a little bit more research, sir, and and come back to you next time yes, we're on the yes, show. Yes, but absolutely. I still just don't believe in that. If you fire them, who are you gonna get? I, I don't. I don't subscribe to that theory because no one never really knows who you're gonna get. You know, I mean, right. when they fired Westman, no one knew they were going to get Garrett. I mean, so that's all that's fool's gold, guys. Trust me. Well, again, folks, we got Reggie Lawrence, uh, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents, X-Squad affiliate. Uh, Reggie, when he has time, he does some mixing. And not only is he one of Kalamazoo's most popular DJ DJs. Fleck. I'd take two just flex I'll be quiet. How's that for you? You still rowing the boat, brother. I like that. Still rowing the boat. <laughs> oh man. Um, but but in all honesty, man, Harbaugh. Give me who else? Give me one more name, Reg, before we move on. Oh snap! You know, I mean, it, it pains me. Um, 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 um. Well, you know, he's done. He's retired. I like Bruce Arians, but um is he no, he's still out there, Bruce Arians, right? Yeah. Yeah, he well he um, he retired, but you know, I mean we, we, <laughs> yeah, we've we've heard coaches say that before. But I I do think he's done. I think he's probably got enough money, you know, he's a little bit older, just probably wants to enjoy life at this point. I'd take the offensive coordinator from uh from Pittsburgh or for, excuse me, from uh, New England. Right. And um, also Vikings fans too, and I wanted to get that out there. Pat Shermer looks like he's going to be the new coach for the for Jersey's New York Giants. So, uh, offensive who's coordinator. The, who's the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Um, good question. Good question. I'll find and I out and here. I take the offensive coordinator for Kansas City as well. So there you go. Okay. Interesting. All Interesting. Day. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and they, yeah, I mean, you speak of what happened out there in Kansas City. Uh, Andy Reid, um, once again, he, I don't know, man. He just kind of seems snake bitten sometimes when it comes to these playoffs. 
Uh, dumb plays, man. He, he, yeah, he just kind of freezes up and does some really, really dumb stuff. Really dumb stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what did you think about the play calling in that Steeler game, real quick? Oh man, I thought they did pretty good. Um, you know, to me, I'm all for. You know, I figured it was going to be a tight game, so mm-hmm. I wish that they would have went for that field goal early on. Um, what's interesting is is that. Um, you know, the four, the fourth downs were not very good, but then, you know, you see, Ben basically says, this is what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing about Ben, he's a whiner, but he does come out and, and says it and what it is. And he said that they haven't called a quarterback sneak since what, back in the days, okay? It is not in their play call. So he said that I would love to do a quarterback sneak, but if I'm there, I can't, I don't, there's not a, you know, a call for it. So I can't be like, hey guys, quarterback sneak. And he's not allowed to audible out of that. This is what he said. Of course, he's throwing his coach under the bus. So, other than that, they did really well. Those fourth downs, I thought they were horrible. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you're better off high percentage by jamming it up the middle with a fullback or just giving it straight on to Le'Veon Bell. Um, right. Other than that, you know, I, I, my problem is that Big Ben, for whatever reason, gets greedy all the time, and instead of just carving people up like started off with Haley, he likes to just go for that big bomb. And that's right, on right. Ben. But again, that's, that's okay. Ben not being able to be reeled in, which to me goes back to Haley, goes back to everybody else. They, they, there's just no trust on the team, and they all want to do it themselves. Right. Hey, brother, before I let you get out of here, man, let's uh, kind of get back to this NFC Championship game since I got you on the line. Get a different point of view here. You know, tell me what you what you're seeing for that game. Vikings out in Philadelphia. Uh, Weather wise, it should be good. Whoops, can you hear me, Reg? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, okay. We had some background noise there. Um, Sorry, just, brother. Oh, no problem. Just so yeah, just tell me your thoughts there. Like I said, I think the Vikings. It's going to be a, a game of inches, literally. I think the Vikings come out ahead by six. What are your thoughts? I think it's going to be Minnesota, um, I'm going to say 21-17. Uh, I, I just don't think that Nick Foles is going to be able to get it done with that Viking defense, to be totally honest with you. And I don't think um, with Ajay and, and Blunt, there's no way. So I'm thinking Minnesota 21-17, to buddy. Okay, 21-17. You heard it here first. All right, Reggie. Well, listen, man, I'll let you go. Thank you for checking in with us, man. We'll get everything set up with the New England. for sure. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, New England. Tell me what you're looking at there. Um, it's going to be a route. And I, here's, and, and, um, I think um, New England and, and Brady and Belichick are going to show everybody, you know, how the blueprint they're going to take away the one thing that Jacksonville has and that's Fournette. Trust me on that. So I, I think it's going to be a route. It's going to be 28 to to 10, New England. They're going to just blast them. Okay. And then Randy's talking all his trash, so that they're going to show it. They're going to do it. So that, that's unfortunately. So that's my opinion, brother. All right? Sounds good, man. Drive safely, brother, and we will talk to you soon. All right, man. Thanks for having me on, brother. Uh, no problem. Bye. Okay, peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host of the Sports & More Show. We'll be getting that back together. Reggie Lawrence. Dollars and cents joining us. 
All right. Also joining us here as we're heading down the home stretch here, sports done right. One last break. Then we're going to come back, tie a bow on it, finish up with the Vikings in Philadelphia, and um, we'll go from there, man. But Trey from the Bar, Bar- uh, if I could talk, Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Uh, they precede my show here, X Squad Affiliates, as well. And uh, thank you guys for not only doing a great show, but, you know, hanging out afterwards, coming in here to my show in my chat room. Again, Tasty Talk Tuesdays after this. So make sure we all flow over there for those adult conversations, uh, relationships, and otherwise here. com as well. And again, just uh, they're showing some highlights here from the Viking season on Fox Sports after the T-Wolves game ended here. And Adam Thielen, you know, breaking stereotypes. We all remember one of our favorite movies, White Men Can't Jump. Well, white dudes can run all of a sudden because he, he's got breakaway speed. <laughs> he really does. He really does. So, again, uh, dollars and cents, thanks for a great call. Thanks for checking in. Let's do one last break here. We get a little music in. Um, again, a lot of Minnesota acts coming for the free concerts on Nicollet Mall for the Super Bowl. Um, paying homage to this guy. We'll get it going here from one of my favorite songs off of the uh, as it's called, Symbol album, where it had the hit seven on there. That's where he started dating Maite. Kind of had more of that Middle Eastern sound. But this was a song called The Max that we used to jam out to a little bit in college back in the day with Prince. So uh, keep it tuned here. Sports done right. We will be back. Last break of the evening. Prince, new power generation. You can relax now. The Max is in control. Chance at all When the going gets tougher Then that's tough 
shiver from the chill of the silent sweat When my lips eclipse the sun and the moon reflecting from the west When the blood of my love embraces everyone in the stallions in your pack That's when you go, you go, you go to the max You go Not, then I wasn't with it. Bad boy, stay committed. Whether hip hop or R and B, featuring Faith Evans co-starring me. P Diddy, you know I got the key to your city. Unlock the door, rock some more. Beats be lazy. Bad boy, heat the place. We run R and B too, 'cause we keep the faith. Giving the streets a taste. Blaze with charts. I remember. In case you forgot. First lady be making it hot. Ain't nobody taking the spot. Now it's faith instead of pain. Coming through with a better grain. In the dash, cell phone, better range. Get the cash, stack paper for the whole four quarters. Damn, some things never change. You feel me? Let's make it dance. Come on, let's go. We can dance. 
official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, sports done right. The last couple minutes of the show coming on in at 930 uh, head on over to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com for a little tasty talk with Girly Girl and Mandelion out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, having them grown up relationship type of conversations. You know, the kids are tucked away in bed. You got the curtains drawn. And uh, the big smooth may have to go find the first lady if you know what I mean. But anyway, um, let's wrap it on up here. Um, before I finish out with our Vikings and how I see, again, what happens in Philadelphia, I had a couple tweets this week. Gov, you haven't really talked too much about the Wild or your Blackhawks this year. Uh, what's going on with the hockey coverage? Um, we're going to be picking that up, obviously, as uh, the hockey season now is well underway. Um, obviously, we've just been preoccupied with the resurgent Minnesota Timberwolves. And also the Minnesota Vikings on a possible Super Bowl trek here as well. Um, just give you a quick rundown. It is just, it's really just been an odd season. I think obviously contracts, money, and age are catching up for my beloved Chicago Blackhawks. They're actually bringing up the seller as I hook up with our monitors here in the Situation Room at the Govs Mansion. Yeah, Blackhawks bringing up the rear of the Central Division with 50 points, Minnesota Wild with 53, and Colorado with 51, Winnipeg on top with 59. So, you know, division-wise, you know, they're, you know, they're not out of it. You know, obviously the Wild aren't either, but um Wild are 6-2 and 2 in their last 10. The Blackhawks are 5-4 and 1. And for you Blackhawks fans out there with me, that's kind of what you've been seeing. A 5-4 run in these stretches. Just really 500 hockey. Obviously, the big the big surprise this, this year in hockey has been, and uh, we're keeping an eye on them because obviously it's fun. Vegas, the Golden Knights on top of the Pacific Division. 61 points, 29-10. and 10, um, Three overtimes in their record. I mean, just phenomenal, man. I mean, not only that they're in first place, dominant. You know, they're clear six points ahead of Calgary out there um, in the Pacific as well. So congrats to them. Um, Winnipeg, we talked about uh, out there east, out there in the Metropolitan, Jersey Verns, New York Rangers in fourth, um, behind Washington, New Jersey, and Columbus. And in the Atlantic Division, the Lightning, Tampa Bay striking again, 31 and 10, three overtimes there. They're nine points ahead of the Boston Bruins, Toronto right behind Boston. 
And then a big gap as we get down to Detroit, Florida, Montreal, um, again, kind of suffering, Ottawa, and the lowly Buffalo Sabres this year. So there's a quick hockey roundup from your sports governor. Again, we'll talk more hockey as the year goes by. Again, the Minnesota Timberwolves fall tonight, peeps, 108-102. Timberwolves fall to 29-17, and Orlando. Improves to 13 and 31. Yeah, that was not a, a good loss tonight. Uh, another final in overtime tonight. The Pelicans of New Orleans take down the Boston Celtics. 116 113. 23 and 20 is New Orleans. Boston falls to 34 and 11. So, all right, let's just finish it out here and uh, call it an evening. So now off to Philadelphia. Like I said, I'm expecting a defensive battle. Nick Foles, you know, look, does does Foles scare you? No, of course he doesn't. But, you know, he seems to be kind of a dink and dunk quarterback, which works. You know, they scored points. They moved the ball. Um, you know, Philadelphia's defense is fourth ranked. They're definitely nothing to be sneezed at there. So I think that's another thing you got to look at. Garrett Blount, Jay Ajay, right? Now Jason Kelsey, good center. Calling the signals. They're at home. You know, at times, I will say this, though, for the vaunted Philadelphia fans, that stadium was pretty damn quiet for a, a playoff game, do or die, one and out. Now, the defense, I'll be, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they're going to come out and try and show the Vikings offense. Um, you know, you got Fletcher Cox, Curry, um, you know, Malcolm Jenkins in the, in the defensive backfield there, McLeod, Jalen Mills. And your man, Fletcher Cox. So, Case Keenum. Can you keep it together one more game and not become the, the the gunslinger at times that you did in that second half? Can that Vikings offensive line keep a pretty good defensive uh, front from Philadelphia away from Case? We all know Case has done phenomenal work outside the pocket. Uh, I you know I've really I have not seen the quarterback have. You know, on a lot of you know, there's a lot of spread quarterbacks out there. What what Case does is he has deceptive speed. Nobody really thinks he's as fast as he is. And once he gets outside the pocket, he makes, for the most part, decent decisions, and the ball gets completed. And I think the Vikings do just enough, just one or two more plays that lead to points. They get them a very close six-point victory. I'm calling it. I can see it being 
a field goal, but I do see more of a defensive battle. And a lot of that may just have to do with nerves as well. You know, first quarter, a lot of uh, maybe uh, short, incomplete passes. Uh, you know, this is for all the marbles. But I think with the weather now, looks like it's going to be in the mid to upper 40s, right around 50 degrees. That definitely uh, helps the Vikings because they can, uh, you know, coming from here where it's been below zero. I mean, that's going to be like playing in the heat wave. So all of a sudden the weather's kind of taken off the field. And I think the Vikings are just a slightly better team. Slightly better team. Now, if they had Carson Wentz and the way he was playing a possible MVP season, who knows, we may be talking a little bit differently. Vikings opened up at a three and a half point favorite for my people out there in the LV, Las Vegas, Nevada, out there in the fine uh, betting establishment and betting parlors, the sports books. Uh, they went down to three. I know some of my people uh, got them right at three. And, I, you know, I like it. That's why I said Vikings by six. can definitely see that. But it, I think it is going to be a more of a defensive battle. And I, I look for the Vikings defense to just be a little bit better, a little more dominant. And I think that as the game goes on, they find a way to get more pressure on the Philadelphia quarterback, Big Nick, than they do on Case Keenum. And I think you see a little bit of the Vikings first half coming out and, you know, just moving the ball, digs, feeling, you know, 10, 15, 17 yard gains, just moving it down the field. And um, then it becomes, does it become Ben don't break football where we kind of get down there and then all of a sudden it starts getting very hard to get into the end zone. So again, Oh, Vikings, uh, let's hope uh, Forbath is uh, kicking good next week. So, all right, 9.30 Central Time. I'm going to get on out of here. You heard it here, Vince Wright. So, yeah, shockingly, duh, <laughs> taking our beloved Minnesota Vikings by six over the Philadelphia Eagles and indeed bringing it home to the Super Bowl. And depending on who we wind up with there, um, we will we will talk about it, but I think the Vikings find a way to get it done and become the first team ever to play on their home field. So um, we'll get you out of here one more time. Ten sack commandments. I am Vince Wright. Now, again, make sure you keep it tuned here Tuesday nights and follow me on Spreaker.com so you get the live show notifications. But not only Tuesday nights, occasionally we pop up on the weekends, you know, we'll come and, you know, we'll have some shows where we'll play some music and just hang out, talk about some tunes. But yeah, sports done right every Tuesday night. Uh, Shelly B says, put 100,000 on the Vikes Gov. Shelly in our chat room here. Shelly, if I had the money, girl, I would do it. I really would. I, I Look, I really do like the Vikings shot here. Um, you, you don't hear me talking crap. You know, I've I've learned my lesson from growing up, you know, 48 years old. I've seen, I, hey, I, rem, I remember the Vikings last Super Bowl, and I've seen heartache since. So I'm just keeping my mouth shut. I think the Vikings got a great shot, and I think if they play Vikings football, there's no reason they shouldn't eke out a win and come back home and be able to make history by winning a, a championship on their home field, so... Um, real quick in terms, cause I know some people had some, wanted some information on the Super Bowl concerts here. I pulled up 
that real quick. Now, again, Club Nomadic, which was set to open out at Mystic Lake Casino, looks like they were not going to be able to have that finished in time. So they have moved all the acts inside the casino, which kind of sucks because that casino's ballroom and where they have concerts isn't the biggest showroom by any means. Um, So again, Mystic Lake Casino in Prior Lake, Minnesota, right across from the horse track there, um, or not too far, just right down the road. So they've moved these acts inside. Tickets for the performances are all priced at $200 for general admission, $475 to $750 for VIP if you want to roll like Grego and Shelly B., and um, everybody else listening out there. So that's what you're looking at. You got the Chain Smokers on February 1st. Um, Kygo, February 2nd. Uh, Country Act, um, kind of a stalwart here. P- real popular up here in the Twin Cities, Florida, Georgia line. And then, and that's February 3rd. And then after the Super Bowl on February 4th, You got the very lovely, very talented Gwen Stefani from No Doubt doing her thing out there um, at Mystic Lake Casino for the former Club Nomadic. Again, they moved all those inside. We also have 10 nights of free concerts on Nicollet Mall. That's outside on Nicollet Mall. Again, this mostly from Minnesota Acts. That's being set up by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. So again... All kinds of fun acts supposedly coming there. Again, Mint Condition supposed to be there. Uh, January 29th, Sheila E., The Revolution, New Power Generation, Morris Day and the Time are going to be honoring Prince. So keep an eye open for that one as well. And let me see what else we got. We'll be mentioning stuff closer to uh, Super Bowl as well. Um, Mint Condition Stokely Williams is booked for January 31st. He may, it sounds like, uh, actually Mint Condition will be performing the whole band. So, uh, keep your fingers crossed there. Again, Husker Dues, Bob Mold, very local popular band, the Jayhawks, Soul Asylum, the Suburbs. So a lot of homegrown acts that a lot of Minneapolis fans will remember from the eighties on taking part in this as well. Um, the Jets, <laughs> it looks like the sounds of blackness with the steel singers as well. So, um, let's see here. What else do we got to say? And also just kind of keep an eye on all the local nightclubs around the twin cities as well. There's obviously going to be all kinds of fun stuff booked. Um, a lot of Prince themed concerts. It, it's looking like the Dakota jazz club will be hosting deluxe also known as The Family. Um, They did their version of Nothing Compares to You on January 31st. Tickets there are $45 to $100. They will also be appearing with the New Power Generation on February 2nd and 3rd. Tickets range from $60 to $100 there. Uh, Minneapolis Prince Tribute Band, The Purple Experience. Uh, They are booked at the Fine Line Music Cafe downtown on January 30th. So again, like you said, a lot of a lot of Prince stuff going to be going on over in St. Paul, the Amsterdam Bar and Hall. Uh, a real nice concert venue, a real nice hip-hop venue too. A lot of rap acts starting to pop up there. 
uh, Cuckoo Kangaroo for an all-ages show, um, February 3rd. That is Saturday night for 15 bucks. Cardi B, that's right, Cardi B, star of Love and Hip Hop New York, will perform at the Super Bowl kickoff party at uh, Preve in Minneapolis. Tickets there are $150 to $250, and that is on February 1st. Um, again, all really all kinds of music, every genre. Um, or is going to be in town near a jam band. So if you like kind of that Grateful Dead and Fish type of sound, they're going to be over at the St. Paul River Center. Um, so yeah, just all kinds of stuff. I'm just making sure I had all the acts. So again, we'll keep you you know more in tune as more acts are announced. Shelly B says, Gov is too modest. No, Shelly, you are. So again, let me get on out of here. You guys have a great night. One more time, 10 Sack Commandments. Minnesota, this is your time. Vikings, this is your opportunity. Seize it. Just play Vikings football. You bring it home for us. And let's, let's enjoy two weeks of having the home team be playing in their home stadium and boy watch the watch the watch this whole state and why actually the whole region up here get lit so we got fans in wisconsin the dakotas north south iowa to the south of us vikings represent a lot of people and a lot of people been waiting so got another opportunity vikes let's do this 10 sack commandments we're gonna get you out of here have a great night Vince Wright, the sports governor, sports done right, Spreaker.com, xwattaffiliates.com. Take care. One love. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Uh, it's the 10 sack commandments. Let's get it. One, two, 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 It turned him to a mastermind. Ziggy knew the deal, contract signed when the rest declined. We on the cusp of history, Super Bowl at the crib. Give me a skull clap for the defense cracking ribs. Defense number uno, who you know, better on third down. Yeah, you don't, and you won't believe the pain we bring, especially when your offense paws up and it's time to punt. Number two, never let them know what stunts you use. You know that double A gap blitz is violent. The Vikings should be hailed as your highness. Any RB, Kendrick's got beef it. When hit your teeth, get chipped. Number three, no better DBs in the league. From Trey Wayne's workflow to Xavier Rose blows. With Newman in the nickel, run amok, he'll stick you. Wide receivers cross the middles, then they I'll turn them to victims. Number four, you should know this for sure. Zimmer prep for the fight, and we ready to ride. Number five, the quarterback can relax. Best believe that Limbaugh hungry. Foaming at the mouth, you better bounce. Number six, if you ain't talking championship, dead it. Another safety better than Harrison Smith, dog, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Anthony Ball hit your squad, leave your shoulders separated. When that quarterback flitch and trip, throw a quick hitch. Kendrick, sniff it out, pick it for six. Number eight, from the gate, play to win, not lose. Sky just schemes, cause 
offensive teams disguise things too. Number nine could have been number one for me. Play the game, play the game, not the referee. If the ref think you mention, he ain't trying to listen. He jerk his spot up off an inches, a flag of interference. Number 10, groom the illest defensive lineman. Everson Griffin and Robertson, live wide men. Cause when that no huddle flow, all they doing is throw. Collapse the pocket attack mode, smacking you in your ear holes. Follow this scheme and the whole league gon' shake up. Fair weather fans, fickle, they always flake up. Marcus run back the punt, the vault gon' go nuts. T2 tough, we can't be touched. Yeah, lace your cleats. To get the victory, we slay defeat. Be Rob, hook, line, and sinker. Vikings, it's time to eat. Be Rob, hook, line, and sinker. Boy, it's time to eat. Be Rob, hook, line, and sinker. Vikings, it's time to eat. Yeah. One, two, three, It's the 10 sack commandments. One, two, two, three, three. Purple and gold. Kings of the North. Y'all should know better, man. Hello. We the kings of the North. We the kings of the NFC. We about to be champions of the world. At the crib. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.